Welcome to Becoming, the podcast for female business owners who are ready to step fully into their next level self, remove the filter and attract dreamy, consistent clients. I'm your host, Megan Rose, mindset and business coach, ready to help you create the business and life of your dreams by becoming the person who has it against all the odds. Ready to stop the excuses and become the version of you that has it all? Keep on listening. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another podcast. And I thought today I wanted to share with you how unconscious identity work changed my entire life. And it's not something I say lightly. I have had quite the life experience over the last, I would say, four years since 2019. There have been so many things that have happened, both on the collective level, as we know, in 2020, and on a personal level for me. And my identity has completely transformed in the last four years, but then I would say every six months at least I feel like a completely new person and I think I probably would have had a mental breakdown (laughs) if I didn't know this work and practice this work but I also believe that it's this work that got me where I am today. It got me running my dream business where I have spaciousness in my day, where I'm able to be a present mother, where I didn't have to go back to a full-time job and put my baby in nursery five days a week. I am proud of the woman that I am, which, trust me, a couple of years ago, that was a very difficult thing for me to say. I have my own home in a cottage that I literally used to manifest having a cottage that would open up onto fields, and I just find new walks all the time, and my connection to spirituality, to myself, to God has just deepened and deepened over the years, and you know, I'm just working with like the most dreamiest clients. I've had the best client calls today and I've been practicing receiving actually. Um, The last year I've obviously been very, almost a year, I've been very independent and I, um, I wrote recently actually that I wanted the next three months to be really focused on connecting back to my feminine energy in a deeper way. And part of that was receivership and that was very much practice today when I had the most beautiful words spoken to me by two different clients and it's so weird because it's it's very hard for me to receive nice words like even if my mum says nice things or anyone I just I I just find it I will brush over it (laughs) and so yeah that was just a beautiful thing to practice today and be able to just receive the words that were being said and not try and talk over and not try and brush it off and I'm just so grateful for this work that I get to do and I know that the identity the unconscious identity work that I've practiced since 2021 really that's a weird way of saying it isn't it 2021 has just been paramount to that and I want to take you back to 2019 the summer of 2019 a year three years ago no four years ago and at this point four years ago I was working my sales job I was managing a team of six I was traveling into London every single day I was working in a we work for a tech startup that I'd been at since the beginning I was on 40k a year as a manager of six people which is 
grossly underpaid. <laughs> and I was crying nearly every week in the toilets because I was so stressed. I was so overworked. I was so deeply unhappy. I had found fitness and that was my only release. I was planning my wedding. I did not have a dog and I did not have a baby. I was free as a bird in that sense. I was traveling three hours a day and I said I was working on my business. I just remember actually I signed my first client four years ago and she was a incredible lady in Australia I was when I was doing wellness coaching. <coughs> I have a cough back, just bear with. I was doing wellness coaching and I just kind of started. I had a, I had kind of had a mini client, and she she re, uh, referred me to this woman in Australia who was like in her fifties, and we, and I signed her as a a twelve week client on six hundred pounds, and I was just completely over the moon about this. So I would be I'm gonna put quote like working on my business. I would write like a bit of content on Instagram I had no idea how to use Instagram I had no idea what it meant to create content I was just sharing my journey really and sharing what I loved about well-being and health and fitness and all of the things and it was this time four years ago that we knew we were going to be moving to Thailand so I was planning my wedding in Greece so it was due to get married in September September 19th in Greece and after that, we we had a we were gonna book a one way ticket to Phuket, Thailand. Me and my new husband, and I was so excited for this moment because I was like, I am finally going to have no excuses as to why I can't work on my business. I'd done my personal training course. I'd done um various kind of like memberships. I just signed with my first business client. I think it was around August, so nearly four years ago. My first business coach. And in September, I I quit my job. Obviously, I'd quit my job. I gave quite a lot of notice. I gave, I didn't need to, but I did. I gave about two months notice. I let them know in July I'm going to be moving to Thailand. I had my last day, like the week before I flew to Greece. I flew to Greece. I got married. I came back from Greece people our family was still in Greece we flew back a lot of our family had stayed out a few days after because everyone came out at different times we had to go up to London we got back on the Saturday we had to go up to London on the Monday to get our visa sorted because we couldn't send our passports off before <laughs> we were flying on the Wednesday and they were so mad at us like the Thai embassy was so mad at us because we went up and we were like we need our visas and they were like when are you flying to Thailand and we were like Wednesday and they were so angry so like we well, have to come back tomorrow to get them no I think it was even Tuesday we had to we had to come back two days later we literally had to go and get them the day that we were leaving for Thailand and we flew out to Thailand on that Wednesday. We went up to London. We I got like a day hotel so we could just use a room in a hotel for the day. It's like a cheaper price so we could leave all our big suitcases. We just had a big suitcase each. We went and got so much Thai bar, so much Thai currency, um, like thousands of pounds worth of Thai currency, which is a lot in Thai bar. <laughs> And we had all this wads of cash and we went and got a Nando's and it was so surreal. And then we got the tube over to Heathrow for like our evening flight out to Thailand. And I still remember landing in Phuket on that, I don't want to cry, on that September. 
and just like oh my god is this real it was like late at night because you travel like obviously they're like seven hours ahead or six hours ahead and it was so hot and we were so tired but we were just so excited to be there and that first week Paul started his job as a tennis coach more or less like almost straight away and we were staying in this tiny like hostel thing basically honestly so young like only four years ago this this shift is incredible and I stayed in the hotel room it was just a room and I was like I'll just wander out at lunch and get something to eat so I wasn't going to be riding a moped or anything like that and um there was no it was like a couple of stalls and they didn't even do proper food like I didn't understand what any of it was I got like this a couple of spring rolls because I was scared of what the food was it was like like chicken feet type of thing and um I just remember feeling so overwhelmed like in the space of a few weeks I became I went from employed to I mean I, re- I wasn't I hadn't even registered as self-employed I was just like working on my own thing technically I was just unemployed but I went from employed in my job as a sales manager to like running this business that I really had no idea I went from single on paper to married you know I changed my name I went from Megan Holland to Megan Rose and and then I became a a farang which is what they call foreigners in Thailand I became a an expat I became a a foreigner I was in this country like I didn't know anyone and it was such a head fuck (laughs) let me tell you and it was also the most healing experience. And, and 2019 and 2020 was just, you know, obviously we know what happened in 2020. But my experience out in Thailand was just the biggest awakening, spirituality-wise. But also just in terms of who I who I thought I was. It was so much inner work happened in that first year in my business. and And then just as we were getting used to it, just as we felt like oh, maybe, like, we could have a life here, or I was certainly feeling that, maybe we could, maybe we're feeling settled, I started to have a few more friends, I started to go out without Paul, because obviously everyone I met was through him, and, and then we decided to come home, it was obviously a really difficult time because of this, the, the situation, we hadn't been able to go home, we hadn't been able, anyone hadn't been able to visit us, we couldn't leave and come back, it was very complicated back then, um, and so we came home, and then I had to go back into an employed job in London, because my business was not making really any money, and that was a really hard period of my life, and fast forward then to a year later, I was pregnant, (laughs) So I felt like I had this, I was was just getting over, and not even, I think I'm still not over moving back from Thailand to be honest, (laughs) anyone who knows me knows that. But I went through this huge identity shift and then I came back and I just, we went back into our old flat, we went, I went back into a job in London, a sales job in London, on more money than I was earning before, thank God, but um, I just felt like I'd taken a huge step back and it really messed with my identity because I really felt like when I was in Thailand, I was the person I always thought I was supposed to be. I have always considered myself a really spontaneous person, adventurous, like I love just the experiences that life has to offer. I love a last minute plan. I would do everything last minute if I could. (laughs) I love it. I just love the excitement of it. I loved the the fact that this made me interesting, to be honest. I felt like my life had been so bland. I felt like I had been asleep. 
until I found fitness and then that just my journey just unraveled from there and then I just went back you know I, I couldn't join a gym because I was half in London and half at home and then we obviously had lockdowns and things like that so fitness had been my my one constant and like I wasn't very good at working out from home and I just fell into a bit of a depression and we got our puppy, we got Rocco, Rockaroo, who I call him now, in January 2021. And then a lot of stuff happened at the beginning of that year. We had deaths in the family and things like that. And then in June 2021, I found out I was pregnant. So I was really just in this midst of feeling like I'd gone back, like my identity that I felt like this is who I'm supposed to be when I was in Thailand, even though there was so much unraveling and deep diving. It was it was just such a year of exploration for me in terms of my my myself. Um and it's funny because my business when I started was called Journey for Balance and it's always been about the journey for me, even though now it's more in the into the unconscious. But it's always been about a journey and I felt like that's what Thailand was, it was a journey of self-exploration and then I just came back into, it's like plopped back into this life and it was like you had a taste of what life could be like and I was just kind of trying to get to grips with that and obviously we'd been in lockdowns throughout the winter and I don't know if in the UK we, we had lockdowns, we didn't fully come out of a complete full lockdown, like there were restrictions in place until July 2021 because we didn't have a spring that year, it was really rubbish and And so I came out of the 2020 period of all of the stuff that happened and then I was pregnant and it was like obviously life paused for everybody at that time and I was like shit (laughs) now what do I do like I'm not in the mindset to be a mum like I'm not ready for this my business isn't where I want it to be I'm working in this job I don't want and my my self-image just collapse like I I couldn't look at myself I just I felt like such a failure I didn't think that that was who I would be when I got pregnant and if any of you have been through this uh when you get pregnant I'd love to know if that's a common thing and I had this moment where I was like okay like am I just gonna give this up am I gonna just resigned to the identity of being this this person who goes and be you know just be happy just do the job get paid every month like have your weekends off be a mum is that going to be my life like is that the identity that you choose or are we going to go down this path are we going to fully commit and as you know I've told this story I was like that was my metaphorical crossroads and I was like no I can't not do this like I'm all in but I have to do things differently I have to change. Now, up until this point, a lot of the identity and mindset work I'd done had been largely surface level um, and largely energetic. I did a lot of spiritual stuff, a lot of meditations. I was very connected to a higher power, but I hadn't gone inside. And so I was like, I have to change. Like, I can't keep trying to make my business and my life change. I can't make my business and my life change to fit and make me happy. I need to change and I need to see. And then I need to be the common denominator in changing everything around me. And it was just like I couldn't keep doing what I'd been doing. And so I dove deep. And I always say the program I did, like, I would highly recommend. When it comes out, I usually get, I usually get a code. Um, <coughs> I don't know if they'll still be doing it 
because he's changing the format but if you're ever interested in Jim Fortin's transformational coaching program let me know because sometimes I can get a code for money off you but it, it was changed my life and this was the this is the basis of my work now it's it's NLP but it's the basis of my work now where I spent 13 weeks diving deep into the identity of who I was who I had been and who I wanted to be and ultimately it's this work that I've continued to do since that time in September 2021 to now we are in 31st of July or technically if you're listening to this we're in August of 2023 woohoo so nearly two years and it's the work I do with my clients and I had one of my clients actually said to me we finished up and she said I I get it she's like even though I've done the mindset work I get like I've changed as a person like I'm a better version of myself and that's that's it right like it's so easy for us to want to go and change the things outside of us it's so easy for us to go and find a new strategy to go and find um find the clients how do I find the clients how do I sell how do I create content how do I do all of this shit and like of course that stuff matters I'm never gonna say it doesn't like I spend a lot of time refining my skill set and my skill set is how do I create content? How do I market my programs? How do I sell things? How do I get clear on my ideal client? Like all of that stuff fucking matters. I'm not going to say it doesn't. But, but you will never get to the depth and you will never stand out as somebody truly in their power if you don't do the, that inner self-exploration, that, that journey into the self that nobody else can go on but you. The, the your identity is layered in so many different ways there are so many neural pathways that make things up in your head that there are so many things going on beneath the the, the consciousness that you're aware of that is projected out into your external reality that if you continue to just focus on that external you'll never get the depth that you deeply desire this work has to also be a priority and I didn't get that I didn't get that for the first two years of my business and it slowed me down and I was you know I was definitely doing a lot of self-exploration and it was like you know when you first find out about this world it's just kind of overwhelming and there's so much it was and I'm a line one in uh, my human design so like I'm an investigator I will I will find shit right I will love researching things I love diving deep into things but like this identity work changed my life and it continues to change my life because then since 2021 when I did this work I then obviously became a mother big fucking identity shift I have become full-time in my business which although technically I was in Thailand like it it didn't feel like it I have been a single parent which I did not think I would be Um, I've had to deal with being separated I've had to deal with all of these different identities that just can fuck you up seriously like there is such and I have had a lot of ego deaths over the last year a lot of what I thought made me me the the strongest of what I thought made me me have been ripped away my world collapsed around me and that sounds very melodramatic but that's honestly how it felt and I think if I hadn't have had this work if I hadn't have understood this work, and I think there's also, for me, a spiritual 
connection there as well like I, I the way that I tend to look at deep unconscious work is the unconscious mind is connected to divine mind it's connected to the higher power so as you dive deeper into your own unconscious you're also diving deeper into that that higher power that's my personal belief so a lot of shit happened and without this work I honestly felt like the work that I did in 2021 it was, although I actually remember writing in my journal that all of the work I'd done, all of the work that I did in Thailand, all of the, the my spiritual awakening, the energetic work, the, intu- the intuition, the unconscious work, the patterns, the beliefs, all of it, it led me to this moment. It, it led me to the moment, oh no. Oh, it's okay, I thought my computer had died, but I don't think it has. <laughs> it led me to this moment well it led me to the moment a year ago where I felt like my world was crashing down and yet I was able to navigate through that I was able to because what happens when you have an ego death is like it's the part of your self-concept that you thought was you falls away and then you kind of have to rebuild who you are so this work like we all have ego deaths there is always going to be something that breaks away whether it's a breakup whether you have a big cross-country move or even a a cross-continental move um divorce becoming a mother like a breakup I don't know if I said all these things but they 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 just they create an ego death they create a part of your brain where it's like oh who am I without this thing in my life there's a there's a grief element to it there's a death that happens and there's a grief element to that and people just associate grief with actual death but there's the death happens in so many different ways and parts of you are dying all of the time and so this is the work that grounds me. This is the work that helps me to, it helped me remember who the fuck I am. It helps me help other people remember who they are. It helps me be who I need to be in this world. It helps me be the mother I need to be. It helps me be the friend I need to be. It helps me look into how do I want to be in relationships, whether that's as a, a coach client relationship, if that's an intimate relationship, like who am I being? I'm always asking myself that. And before it was always, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? So really think about in, even in your business, where are you, where are you saying, what do I want? I want more clients. I want more money. I want, I want, I want. And shift that into like, who do I need to be? Who do my clients need? What do my audience need from me? Because that simple shift, it brings you back into who, the identity that you need to work from. It brings you back into fucking service, right? Out of the ego. What do I want is ego. And identity work, I just find like, even though it's, it's about the brain, but it's not about the ego. It's just so powerful. This was a really flowy podcast. I felt like a little story time for you because I think it's really important to remember where we've come from. And I think maybe even reflect on where you were in 2019 and what's happened since then. Because I think all of us went through a death in 2020. Life changed as we knew it. Our control and how easily we're controlled was, you know, shown and reflected to us and a lot of things changed for a lot of people we're not the same people that we were before 2020 and reflect on that and reflect on who that version of you was the innocence of her the the hope that she had and look at how far that you've come but take a moment to ground into who you are now but most importantly who are you choosing to be moving forward it's that who you choose to be moving forward that changes the game for you because anything up to this point if you didn't like it it doesn't matter you can change it at any moment okay my loves my computer has low battery so 
I'm gonna leave this here. If you loved this episode, please send me a message and let me know, especially if any of you have felt that with motherhood. Um, And as always, I will see you next week.